This episode of the Consulting Pipeline podcast is brought to you by me, Philip Morgan. Hey, if you're struggling to attract clients, specializing may help. To get started, check out positioningcrashcourse.com. Hey, long time no speak. <laughs> uh, let's see, somewhere around December of, I don't know, a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, <laughs> I took a break after season one of this podcast and said, um, I'm going to paraphrase here, won't be long. Season two will be back in a couple months and it'll be more of the same, uh, more of the great interviews that you've gotten used to. And, uh, it's going to be great. And then like a dingling, uh, nothing happened. <laughs> there was a bunch of radio silence and I still get emails and comments from people saying, Philip, what is the matter with you? You had a good thing going on in season one of the Consulting Pipeline podcast, and you just went silent, and it makes no sense. WTF. Well, here's what happened. I got busy, of course. I mean, that's, um, I got busy with lots of different things, building a uh, online course on positioning called the Positioning Course, uh, working with clients, um, evolving my own business away from done-for-you services like copywriting and more towards training and education and advisory services that are focused on helping self-employed software developers make that transition from generalist to specialist. Of course, with a transition like that, there's ups and downs, um, I don't know if you've ever done this with your business, but when you say, okay, I'm going to do less of this thing that's working and more of this thing that is not working quite as well, and you do that, you make, you decide to make that transition earlier on rather than later, it can lead to some ups and downs. I'm still here. I'm still crystal clear on what it is I'm trying to do, which is help more, more self-employed software developers uh, those that are so inclined make that transition to a specialist and really build a business that they can retire on. I sometime in August switched to working less. So I, <laughs> when I started, I had a seven day work week <laughs> that eventually at some point went to something more like a five day work week. And I was feeling a need to pair that back and experiment with some voluntary constraints in the form of just simply allocating less time to work. So I started working more of a three-day week from Tuesday to Thursday, and uh, that was August of 2016. That was great. It really, by the way, if, if you are wondering how to level up your business, I would suggest that you experiment for, let's say, three months with voluntarily working, working one day a week less, let's say. It will stress you and challenge you in ways that I think may be very productive. Um, that kind of led to um, working a little more than three days recently <laughs> um, as some other stuff shifted and some revenue that I had kind of grown accustomed to counting on uh, kind of suddenly disappeared. It was a partnership I had with, uh, with another business. And, um, you know, just kind of the normal ups and downs. Uh, I'm really happy about where things are going, and uh, sometimes I'm 
very happy with the pace at which they're getting there. And other times I'm much more uh, inclined to say, would you please hurry up <laughs> and happen? Um, started uh, developing a podcast with a friend, uh, Matt Krause, um, and that kind of got bogged down. I think both of us were suffering a bit from the, mm, I don't know, the time zone differences between he and I and that still may come to fruition. We'll see. I love the concept. Uh, the concept is getting more insight into how your buyers, meaning the people who write checks for your services, think and make decisions. And I started a podcast called Offline with another friend, Liston Witherill. You can check that out if you're so inclined. If you want the unfiltered, uncensored version of me, you can check that out at offlinepodcast.rocks. So that's, uh, I guess, a little bit of what I've been up to. What I'm going to do now is more episodes of this podcast, more episodes of the Consulting Pipeline podcast. There will be more diversity in the format than you're used to. Sometimes I'll share something that I sent to my email list, just I'll essentially read an email to you. I know that sounds not that exciting, but I'll try to pick the ones that are exciting. <laughs> Maybe I'll do a quick interview. I've got one lined up for later in July with my friend Kai Davis, where we're going to tackle a, a very specific question I've gotten. And the question is this, just by way of preview. If you are changing your market position and you have an online presence that has um, meaningful amounts of search traffic or other forms of traffic, this are, by the way, this automatically excludes most freelancers. <laughs> most freelancers I've worked with if I ask them, so how many leads do you get from your website? I guess something like one a month or one a year is more common, actually. But if you're one of the rare exceptions where you actually have an online web presence that is actually generating leads for you or actually is sort of accomplishing the goals that you have for it for search engine optimization, then you kind of have this new problem of, okay, if I'm going to specialize or change my market position in some way, what do I do with that website without kind of cutting the legs out from underneath my business? We'll tackle that question. So there'll be interviews like that from time to time. Um, I do these monthly uh, webinars just for people on my list only called Dev Shop Marketing Briefings, where either I myself will uh, present for about 30 minutes on some topic and then take questions for up to 60 minutes or I'll bring in a guest uh, expert on some topic that I believe is relevant to what you guys are trying to do. And so I'll probably publish the audio from those. Right now I publish the audio from those on my website, but I'll stick them in here. And finally, I plan to use this podcast as a venue for answering reader questions. So I just have always have done this for quite a while. If I get a, a very simple email, question from readers of my book, The Positioning Manual, I'll just fire back with a simple answer <laughs> sometimes. But sometimes I get more complex questions, and I think they're better explored in this audio format, this kind of spoken word format. And I would like, to, and I will, start publishing my answers to those questions here. I'll anonymize people's names unless they ask otherwise. So, uh, you know, Philip Morgan would become Mr. M <laughs> when I answer these questions. And I'm just going to uh, use this podcast as a venue for 
answering reader questions. And the reason why is I think I give, well, I'll be honest, there, there's a sort of embarrassing reason why, which is that I just find it a lot easier to use my voice to answer questions than to use the keyboard. There's something about the keyboard that um, if I'm going to write, I feel like it has to be more organized, perhaps more thought through. And it's not that I want to give, it's not that I want to give low quality information, but I also feel like it's a nice sweet spot for me to give an audio answer to uh, someone who has a question. The response in the past to those, by the way, has been just like overwhelmingly positive. People sort of say, oh, it feels like a, you recorded a podcast episode just for me. So it seems to be valuable and helpful to do that. And it's easier for me than typing out an answer. So that's the sort of embarrassing reason why. But also, I think it'll be more fun, honestly, for everybody. So, uh, you know, for people who ask questions, to get to hear their answer in, in a sort of radio show format, I think is cool. And one of the things I've realized as I've, you know, kind of matured in my own business a bit and helped others with their business is that lead generation needs to be somewhere between on, on the, at the minimum, it needs to be satisfying. The work that you do to generate leads needs to be either satisfying, enjoyable, or outright fun. And I did have fun on the first season of the Consulting Pipeline podcast. And I think it'll be fun to use it in this more, in this expanded, more diverse way that I'm talking about here. So make no mistake, this podcast is, has been a wonderful source of lead generation for me. I've had some of my higher LTV uh, clients, either um, group coaching, group mentoring, or one-on-one, have told me that one of the first places they heard about me was this podcast. So uh, make no mistake, it's been great for lead generation, and it is, in fact, a, you know, a lead generation vehicle for me. But it's also a way to have fun and I think provides some real value to the folks at home who are listening. And so it just makes sense for me to, to do it in this way. And as, as with everything, it's, it's an experiment. We'll see how it goes. The publication goal is every weekday, just like I email my list, something interesting, valuable, or fun every weekday. I would like to do the same with this podcast. We'll see. It might be a little rough. Uh, kind of like a, a diesel engine on a cold day. Might be a little uh, stumbly and rough running at first, but I think we'll get there. And of course, to do that, I am going to be ruthlessly eliminating every form of friction and drag that could slow me down. So this, all these are live to tape everything. No actual editing other than um, playing a little bit of music at the beginning. And so... I think that's going to enable me to publish as often as I would like because I want you guys and gals to be as addicted to me as you are to chocolate ice cream and for those of you that smoke cigarettes, cigarettes, those daily habits, there's something just distinctly different about them and they get in there and uh, the difference between me and cigarettes is that being addicted to the Consulting Pipeline podcast will benefit your business being addicted to cigarettes is unlikely to produce a similar benefit. So thanks for tuning in. See you next time.